1: what I want to share today, and I wanted to share. I titled today's message, "Cut to the Heart: um, The Pathway to Repentance." And repentance, <laughs> depending on what your background is or or where you come from, that that sometimes I think that word can like sound like a four-letter word. <laughs> To people. And uh, you, repentance is a really, really beautiful word. It's a really good thing. Um, without repentance, there's no transformation. There's, there's no transferring from darkness into light. So we need repentance. John the Baptist preached a message of repentance, preparing the hearts of people to receive the words of our King. So repentance is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's a very, very, very good thing. And uh, obviously it can be used in a wrong way, but our Lord and Savior is the author of, of this truth of repentance. And so uh, cut to the heart, the pathway to repentance. So there's, um, there's two examples in Scripture where this word cut to the heart is used. It's used in Acts 2 on the day of pentecost when peter the the holy spirit comes and fills peter and and a whole group of people in the upper room and they are filled with the holy spirit and then peter ministers a message and he starts preaching and he says this lord who the, the that has been raised from the dead that we've all been witness to um he, he is the king. He is the Messiah. And it says that the people responded, what shall we do? And the other time that we see this word cut to the heart being used, we see it in Acts 7 um, where there's a man by the name of Stephen um, who's recorded to be the first martyr um, that we know of. And he is preaching a very similar message. But if you're familiar with the story, (laughs) there's an entirely different response. Okay? So depending on the condition of the heart, when truth comes, there's two responses. Okay? Both groups of people were cut To the heart by truth, amen. But you see two different responses, amen. And 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 so that's the truth there. There's there's always a response to say when you hear the truth, it, it it can be humbling, and you can say just like they said. What shall we do? Let's, we'll go ahead and turn there for a moment. Acts 2, just so you can see it. Um, Acts 2, I think it's um, verse 38 here. I opened a word. I love opening the Bible. It's a good thing to do in church. Um, yes, laughter's coming. You know why laughter comes? Cause So the sword can come in. <laughs> right? That's why they give you laughing gas, so you don't have the pain of the sword slide through. <laughs> there you go. Because it's coming. It's coming. Amen? Uh, Acts 2, verse 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified both lord and christ that's pretty that's pretty direct amen <laughs> this lord whom you crucified i mean that's that's a tough thing to say but this is the response now when they heard this verse 37 they were cut to the heart and said to peter and the rest of the apostles they didn't say no we didn't <laughs> they didn't they didn't deny it they said men and brethren what shall we do When when the sword comes in of truth, our response and humility should be, Lord, what shall we do? What shall we do? And Peter says, Then Peter said to them, Repent, let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now listen to this, verse 39. For the promise, say the promise is to me. And to your children. (laughs) truth is generational it's never just for us when God changes you he changes a generation and a generation and a generation that's our king multiplicity like my brother Mike said God is all about multiplicity God doesn't just change one he he changes and he changes you he changes a nation (laughs) And so, and, and you see in, 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 in Acts 7, you see the response here towards the end. Um, he starts out in verse 51. He says, you, This is some hard words, but you know, Stephen is speaking inspired by the Holy Spirit. Like, Stephen's not trying to throw bows, he's, 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 he's in love. He's in love. It is is in us to provoke people to love. And, and, And godly love, just like we don't forsake the assembling of one another that we consider one another to provoke one another to love and good works. You know what that word provoke means? It means to prick. It actually means incitement which is a riotous word. You know, just like they had the riots years ago where they went all over the country burning and looting. Man, that was demonic. I'm just saying, (laughs) that was demonic. But we in Christ are called to have that same riotous attitude in love. We ought to be so riotous in our love for one another because of who he is. That's provoking. That's what we mean when we provoke one another. We look at Jesus, I'm provoked to love you with his love. It's not of my own. So, (laughs) verse 57 uh, or 51, he says, You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart. Uncircumcised in heart and ears you always resist the holy spirit as your fathers did so do you which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute and they killed now he's talking to religious people he's talking to pharisees those that said they had something but there was no there was no internal revelation there was no relationship that's all religion is religion is going through the the motions without connectivity to him yep. absolutely that's all it is it's doing the song and dance without him see there, there's there's no we're supposed to we are created in God to live out a fullness not to live out a need To live out a need is still living like Adam and Eve under the curse. Because when Adam and Eve sinned, they were a branch that broke away from the vine. What did Jesus come to do? Connect us back to the vine, which is him. And so when you're connected to him, you're connected to fullness. And if there's fullness in him, that means there's fullness in me. See, when Adam and Eve sinned, in the beginning they began starting to man started to try to approach God from a place of need instead of approaching God from a place of fullness and I'm telling you if we try to approach God from a place of need we'll we'll get burned out and we'll get tired and we'll get weary has anybody ever been there I've been there I'm preaching myself So we must, we must, with all diligence, stay connected to him. So I'll I'll continue reading this. So he says, uh, okay, verse uh, 52, Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just, just one, of whom you now become the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law, this is verse 53, "...by the direction of angels and have not kept it. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. They gnashed at him with their teeth." Man, (laughs) that's some response. I don't even know what that looks like, but it probably doesn't look good. (laughs) "...gnashed at their teeth. But he, Stephen, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God." and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, "Look, I see the heavens opened up and the Son of man standing at the right hand of God." Amen. So that's that's a, so that's another response. And I want to say the whole purpose to be cut to the heart is for transformation. We want transformation, right? Does anyone want transformation? Yes, we want to be free. We want to walk in freedom. That's that's in us, right? And part of being cut to the heart, allowing that word, that sword to, to come in, is to walk in the light. Which, walking in the light is transformation. First 1 John 1, 1.7 says, as he walks in the light, we walk in the light. As he walks in the light, so that we have fellowship with one another. Now, there's a difference between being in the light and walking in the light. Do you hear me? We're, we're in the light. We've been transferred from darkness into light. When we said yes to him, we made him Lord. But there's a, a walking out, walking in the light. that is That is, it's a progressive experience of who he is. You know, there's so much more. Amen? There's so much more. How full is the spirit on the inside of you how big is the spirit it's amazing that the spirit of god lives in here (laughs) how big is that man how incredibly big is it the spirit of god lives on the inside of us it's full in there there's it's so full There is room for nothing else but Him. Amen? So I want to go to Hebrews. I want to go to Hebrews 4. Or actually, let's go to Luke 2. There's a prophecy um, here about Jesus. Amen. Lord, thank You. Thank You for the sword. Thank You. I love the sword. Um. Let's see, find this. Luke 2. This is, uh, yeah, Luke 2. Yes, yes, verse 34 here. It says um, Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this is talking about Jesus. Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel. And for a sign which will be spoken against, I want you to say, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many. Based upon the response, there will be those that rise and there will be those that fall. And for a sign which will be spoken against, yes, I love that, yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Amen? That's what the sword does. We want... This is is all founded in the finished work of, of the cross. See, when we know how much God loves us, we are secure in that. You can have a sword come in, right? When you know that man i am i'm am god's son i am his beloved nothing's ever going to change that he loves me unconditionally that provokes me from a place of fullness of knowing his love to allow that sword to go deeper into my heart where i want because of knowing the character of god i want him to shine his light on my heart and my soul and expose everything because I know that I'm not looking at me in the flesh. I'm looking at myself after the spirit that's after the same spirit of Jesus. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't be afraid of the light. (laughs) Don't be afraid of being exposed, because He is a loving Father that wants to father us into truth, into perfection, into maturity, where of love that's on the inside of us. See, if you read John three sixteen, we all know John three sixteen. For the love of God, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish. Right. You read verse 17, it talks about the sun did not come into the world to condemn the world. And if you read verse 18 and on, it talks about men hating darkness because they practice evil. They're scared of the light. And I want to tell you that they're scared of the light because they don't know the goodness of God. Because if you know the goodness of God, what is it? good? The goodness of God brings us unto repentance. (laughs) You won't be afraid of the light if you know he's good because his only intention, his only motive is motivated out of pure love. He's not trying to hurt us. He's not trying to manipulate us. He's not trying to control us. He's not trying to get us running on the hamster wheel. He's trying to make us free. (laughs) And religion is... is, All these other things that are watering down a message to uh, afraid of offending somebody. We need truth. We need truth. If you read John 6, you got people running after Jesus because of the signs and wonders he did. And if we read in John 2, he did not commit himself. If you read at the end of John 2, he says he did not commit himself to people that followed him for the signs and wonders because he knew what was in man. And then if you continue in John 6, then he feeds the 5,000 with the fish and loaves. And then he goes away. They wanted to make him king because of the signs and wonders and the bread that he provided. And then Jesus gives this amazing sermon. (laughs) Eat my flesh, drink my blood. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Good job. It's it's in your Bible. I mean it said many that followed him walked away that day and no longer followed him. That's a that that, that grieves the heart of God. he he wasn't he didn't want anybody to stop Fall. he you know what i mean he, they're the reason he came if 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 only if this just, just the fact of jesus coming if if he only just came i mean he's at the right hand of god and the next moment blip he's in the womb of a woman if if just for that fact that he came, we have so much to be thankful for. Because that's amazing. Philippians 2 says that he gave up his divine privileges. He humbled himself as a servant going to the cross. He didn't have to do that. He didn't. But he was compelled by love, constrained, controlled, (laughs) See, I want to be, I, I, I be possessed by him that there's no room for me. <laughs> if you hear what I'm saying, you hear language that Paul uses. I'm a, Ephesians 4, I'm a prisoner for Christ. Lock me up to the gospel and throw away the key. <laughs> I'm a slave to righteousness. Why would he say such strong things like that? Because he knows there's freedom and life and peace that surpasses all understanding and everything. When you lock yourself up with him, I'm telling you, you're exchanging some, you're exchanging some things for him, life. And in him is fullness of life, amen? Um, okay, Hebrews 4. Okay, I gotta hurry. Gotta hurry. All right, Hebrews 4. Here's where the sword is. The sword is all over the word. Amen. It really is. Okay, it's a new Bible. Okay, Hebrews 4, verse 11. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. Verse 12, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit, which is the heart. And between the soul and the spirit is the heart. And joints of marrow and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I want you to pay attention where this is where this is at for the word of God. For the Word of God is living and powerful. It's in the position of rest. It's all, the whole context of Hebrews 4 is about rest. It's about a children that wandered in the wilderness for 40 years when they could have walked in in a few weeks. The Word of God, the sword, is, is to enter so that we have rest. Amen? It's so that we walk in the rest. That is, that is what the Lord, that is His heart, is that we live from a place of rest. Amen. So it says, verse thirteen. I want you to see what happens when the word comes in. It says, and there is no creature hidden from His sight. This, if you don't understand, this is this verse can. <laughs> can cause something in your heart to go, no, 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 I don't want this to happen. But it says, and there's no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. So what I, what I want to explain to you, I have this saying, for a brief moment, thinking about Adam and Eve, for a brief moment before they were clothed Um, before, so they had the fig leaves, they clothed themselves, right? And then if you read scripture later on in Genesis two, God makes them tunics of skin. He gives them, he makes something, but I'm saying there's a transition from fig leaves to, I don't know what that new skin tunics, what the Lord gave them. I don't know what that is but it's a shadow of him clothing us with his righteousness. See, we try to clothe ourselves with things to hide things. And there's a moment, there's a moment of transition. You just have to picture this with me. Are y'all following along? I don't know why I'm pointing up, but um, the angels, are y'all following along? Yeah, thank you. So there's a moment. They clothe themselves with something they make, right? They hide. They hide from God. God's, you know, the 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 tells kind of effect and stuff. You know, it's so funny the way that we interpret like God storming, like you know, looking for Adam and Eve, you know, uh, in the garden. But I, he's just looking for fellowship, and they're hiding. So they're clo- they clothe themselves with these fig leaves, and, and and God lays out some things that are going to happen, but the thing is, he, he clothes them with something new. So I want you to picture this. There's a moment, I believe, there's a moment they're naked again, right? Because if they're going to be clothed with something else, if you're going to put something else on, how do you do that? <laughs> like, unless you're Houdini or something, <laughs> You, you're, you're taking something off to put something new on. So there is a moment of what? There's a moment of vulnerability, right? There's a moment of being exposed. But it's, but, but it's only meant to be for a brief moment. And that's, and that's the problem that we have with religion is religion will sometimes take off the fig leaves but leave you naked instead of clothing you with truth and righteousness. Do You hear me? So we have to make sure that when the sword goes in, we're being clothed with something new. Because God is not interested in leaving us naked and ashamed and afraid. He's not, he's not into that. He's not into you feeling ashamed and embarrassed. He's not into that. He's not about that. That's not why the sword comes in and exposes and, and the light comes. The light comes so that you can be clothed with something new. So, But we have to be willing. To, we have to understand the truth. We have to understand the Word of God. So that we can be clothed with something new. So that we're not afraid to enter in. Because I tell you, when you take a step and you trust God, it is scary. But it's worth it. Amen. Can we say it's worth it? Can we say it's worth it? We we have to be, we have to, we have to have such a relationship with God and such a level of intimacy. That's why intimacy is so key. You'll never go farther than your you should never go farther in your life than where your intimacy is with Him. Because if you do, you're, you're, you're going to either hurt others or hurt yourself. You have to make sure that that is priority in your life, is to be and live in the secret place with him. Clint preached it last week. Great setup. Amen? Um, so I'm, 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 I'm going to have one final thought here. So I, do, I just want you, to, want you to see this. that So the way that he clothes, so when the sword comes in, it does open you up. He's a master surgeon. But I want you to see this. Um, I want you to see this in Genesis 2. I'm going to make sure I've got the verse here. Uh, yeah, Genesis, um, Genesis 2, verse 21. Do you have that? So this is Holy Spirit stitches. All right, Susan, you can come up. And uh, Mike, you can go ahead and come up. All right, so I'm landing the plane here. So the Lord caused, so the whole idea is I want you to see is that very thing that I said. God, when he opens you up, he cuts you to word. He doesn't leave you open. He, a holy, I call it Holy Spirit stitches. There's Holy Spirit stitches. He doesn't leave you open. He doesn't leave you vulnerable. He doesn't leave you exposed. When he cuts, he closes the wound or, or the cut that's being created. It's, it's so the word can come into your heart and produce life. That is the purpose. And it, so it says this in Genesis 2. This is really cool. And the Lord the Lord God, so this is when Eve took, or, or yeah, God took Eve out of Adam. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken for a man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She she called be called woman because she was taken out of man. Now I want you that word that I've got underlined there, and closed up. You know what that word means? That word means surrender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, go to, the, go to the slide that it shows that, that word. Closed up. Strong's definition. Printed root. To shut up figuratively to surrender. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God. That's crazy. So God wraps it up. When the sword comes in, the way that he sears, he 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 closes that closes that opening up is this right here. So I just want you to lift your hands right now. Mike's gonna come up here and, and minister. Can we get those keys going. So Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for your word. we just right now just give them your yes yes Yes, Lord Father we thank you that we're secure in your love I thank you that each person here right now I just thank you for speaking Holy Spirit speaking right now to the hearts Holy Spirit speaking to you right now Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now he's telling you how much he loves you he's telling you how much he cares about you he's telling you that he's crazy about you that he doesn't want to live without you, that he loves you more than you could ever imagine. And he's eating right now. He's he's speaking right now. He don't get tired. I'm telling you, he does not get tired of telling you how much he loves you. He never never gets tired of telling you that. So right now, God, Holy Spirit is, is bringing the sword of truth and things right now to come into your heart. Right now, so life can. And there's a surrendering that's happening right now. Freedom is coming in the name of Jesus. Freedom is coming in the name of Jesus. Things that you haven't spoken to anyone else. Freedom. Go ahead, Mike. Freedom is coming in the name of
0: Jesus. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You, don't, you, don't leave, you don't leave us bare and naked. We just put a greenhouse effect around this. Okay? We put a greenhouse effect around this word. He just wants to personalize this word for you. Just make it personal. Thank okay? Lord. Thank you all, he wants a firsthand relationship with you. He wants these words to be not Pastor Courtney. Not Mike, not Clint, but the word of God, the sword, a personal sword. Make it personal, firsthand knowledge, firsthand relationship. That's what he desires, spirit and in truth, spirit and in truth. Thank you, Father. Thank you for Holy Spirit, the anointing, the intimacy is in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The intimacy, your intimacy, and the anointing, there's a meeting between those two. There's a meeting between those two. The overflow to the secret place. Close the door behind the scenes. The overflow comes from the inward flow of your relationship, the anointing, and the intimacy of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Just thank you. Thank you for this body. Thank you for transfiguration. I just hear that transfiguration, the shining glory, the same one that Peter saw shining on the face that you can't even see. You can't even see the glory. Like you have to look away because it's so bright, so bright. Thank you, Father. Thank you that signs and wonders follow your word confirmation, signs, and and wonders. Follow your word. Father, I just thank you for a right eye. I feel like a right eye is being healed right now. A right eye, some kind of vision. Father, I just thank you for a a right knee, um, ligaments, maybe you had a surgery back in the day and it still kind of bothers you, but God's saying it's healed right now. We speak the ligaments to be fully restored in that right knee right now in Jesus' name. We come against headaches. Headaches seem to be problematic lately. We just, we we take that off right now. We speak death, life and death in the power of the tongue. We speak death upon headaches. No more headaches. No more, no more headaches for you. In Jesus' name. Anxiety, panic attacks, gone. In Jesus' name. No more. No more. Freedom. 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 And if you get a word, you can come up here. Prayer ministers, if you want to come up. Uh, The prayer ministers. uh, Kim, Heidi, if you want to come up. If anybody needs ministry right now. If you hear a word, I hear a Rachel. I don't know if there's a Rachel here. i just thank you for Rachel. I just hear Rachel. Thank you, Father. Thank you for Mary Ann. I hear Mary Ann. Father, I just thank you for whoever this is for. Father, I just thank you for Kevin, whoever Kevin is. Father, I just thank you for prodigal sons. I feel like someone's been praying for their son. And God's saying, will you see the transfiguration? Will you see the way I see? Will you see that I'm interceding for that? I'm interceding for that that young man. Drug addiction is broken right now in Jesus' name. Prescription drugs. You've you've been you felt bondage on prescription drugs have, have been a bondage to you, but it's disconnected right now. We cut that off. We just thank you for freedom. We just thank you for a holy surrender. I just I pray right now. I feel like someone's being tugged on right now that they're not sure whether they come up. Man, don't let The enemy steal this from you. It feels like exposure, but you need ministry. You need this. There's an impartation. We're trying, look, laying on of hands, okay? If you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, praying in praying in tongues, praying in the pure language. We just believe right now you want to receive the filling. Receive being filled. We stir up, mixing with faith, okay? We mix this thing with faith. That's what we're doing. Laying on of hands. Second, Second Timothy 1, six says, Mixing it. Mixing it, stirring up by laying on of hands. We want to mix the gift within you. I feel like there's a gift that you're scared to step out on. I just, man, I just pray that you have courage. Give them courage, Father. Give them courage to come up. Thank you. It's not embarrassing, Father. I just thank you. I thank yeah. you for a uh, financial breakthrough in the area. I feel like you've had a business that seems like they're struggling, but we just speak against that right now. We speak from the north, the south, the east, and the west that people are going to come along your path and your business will prosper. I don't know who this is for. Your business will prosper in Jesus' name. Become against brokenness of the past, your dad. Something with your dad. It's no longer. You have a heavenly father that has restored back everything that you lost.
1: Yes.
0: Everything that you lost. Thank you. There's a death that's seem to weigh on you it's, it's, there's weight from a death that you just can't shake off Thank you, and God is restoring everything back God, right God. now God. redemption redeeming your time right now redeeming Thank your time I'm hearing that
1: Thank ephesians
0: you. 5 redeem time I feel like someone's dealt with relationship after relationship after relationship they're going one after the the, the other there's no look there's no condemnation but the woman at the well going back and forth back and back and forth and Jesus saying I want to be your husband I want you to 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 receive this marriage in your mind your soul your emotions to receive everything whatever you're married to okay there's a marriage he's committed to you Jesus is so committed to you God is not turning his back on you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for restoration, restoration. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like someone's dealt with back issues, lower back issues. We command that to go right now. Lower back issues. In Jesus' name, neck issues. Neck. Be fully Functional health and wholeness healing right now. In Jesus' name. I'm hearing 3 John 1, 2. This might be your scripture, with 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, he calls you beloved. I wish it's his will for you to prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prospers. I thank you for a soul prospering right now. I feel like there, there is your... Let me see. There's a young man here. And he's dealing with suicide. <laughs> I just come against that right now, on Jesus. Day. Oh, come again. I silence that voice right now. I speak life. We speak life. Jesus' name. Life. 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 You have a huge call on your life. You will go preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Thank you, Father. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for surrender. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you,
1: Jesus. If you just wanna stand, we're gonna close in prayer. And we just wanna invite you. We have Bob and Glenn and our family here. Or, or it might be some. we're all called. We're all ministers. Amen. We are all ministers. But I, I don't... When I say I, I believe Holy Spirit would say He doesn't want us walking out without putting our hands in the concrete while it's wet. You hear what I'm saying? When the concrete's wet, right, is when you put your hands in. So you leave a mark. Anytime God speaks, it's an opportunity for you to be marked by his love. Amen. So I want to encourage you. If there was a word that Mike spoke and it was for you, I want you to I want you to step out. I want to encourage you to come up here and let someone agree with you. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't mean if you come up here, it doesn't mean you don't have faith agreement. There's power in agreement and if if I've learned anything in the the past few years um, God has really solidified there is so much power there's power exponential power when you let somebody agree with you what you're believing for. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to close in prayer you're free to go after I finish but I want you to Don't feel like you have to get out of here and let ministry happen, in Jesus' name. So Father, we just thank you for every word that was spoken. Lord, just give the Lord a hand clap. Thank you, Lord. We just bless you, Jesus. You're so worthy. We love you. We thank you for your love for us, Father. We just thank you that our best days are ahead of us. Father, we thank you that our, that our future is so bright that we have to wear sunglasses to look at it, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for what's happening in this body. Father, I thank you for the stirring up, Lord. God, the stirring up that's happening here to, to go out, to go out and be witnesses with your power of your love on the inside of us. So, Father, we thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, and the whole church said, Amen, amen, bless you guys.